counselors, approach the bench. I have no further witnesses, Your Honor. Curiosity, I'm allowing this freak show to continue. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. Overruled. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Welcome to Movie Mistral. The podcast where we examine the IMDb Top 250 and argue for or against the movie being on that list. My name is Johannes. And I am Uludemilade Raji. Today we are talking about yet another film on the list. Meloformans One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was released November 19th, 1975, starring Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, and Louise Fletcher. Before we go on a fishing trip, though, how is it going? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Still in paradise, still hanging out in the sun. Oh, nice. Uh, Cannot complain too much about yourself. (laughs) I'm doing well. I'm feeling a bit uh, adventurous this morning, giving out my full name. Yeah. Um, Trying to see how many people can understand what the hell I'm saying. (laughs) But uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Great. It's been very allergic uh, allergic today. It's, uh, oh. I've, I've had a nasal congestion and my eyes have been itchy in Oakland. Um, <laughs> so if there's any day that I envy your uh, your your time in paradise, uh, this is the day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we get the we um, VOG, volcano fog. So then, oh. I think that's affecting the uh, air quality a little bit too. But it's I was I was actually going to ask how is the uh, the eruption affecting you guys over there? So yeah, you can. It's I I think you feel the occasional earthquake, mm-hmm. but but small. It's on the other side of the island, so it's not as big here. Um, and then there's the bog, so it's it's a little hazier, so it's not like clear, like endless blue skies, but it's a little hazy but got it that's uh complaining on a high level it's not it's not too bad it's really it's not that bad well at least the waters are warm (laughs) yes yes the waters are at what was it the other day like 80s in the 80s yeah Yeah, that's not lucky yeah let's talk about this movie (laughs) let's do that um let's flip the coin Okay, hands or tails? I'm gonna go with tails today. Tails, let's heads. All right. Um, man, what, what was the what was the chance? What were the chances that I would get two heads in two weeks? Fifty <laughs> fifty, I guess. Actually, about zero point two five. Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> um. It's a tough one, I think. Uh, let me speak for the movie. You speak for the film? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll speak against the film then. I think I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before before we go there, uh, let's do a synopsis. All right. When Randall Patrick McMurphy gets transferred for evaluation from a prison farm to a mental institution, he assumes it will be a less restrictive environment. But the Martinet nurse Ratchet runs a psychiatric ward with an iron fist, keeping her patients cowed through abuse, medication, and sessions of electroconvulsive therapy. The battle of worlds between the rebellious McMurphy and the inflexible Ratchet soon affects all the ward's patients. The witness will address this court as judge or your honor. Your honor? Ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this wonderful podcast of ours, this movie is a movie 
that doesn't set the boundaries for characters. Um, we don't have any character we're technically rooting for because everybody is evil in one way or another. Um, and the, the main character of this film um, is a complete sociopath and an agent of chaos. And throughout this film, I was going, how could I be rooting for this gentleman? Uh, and I use the gentleman in the most pejorative sense. Um, there's nothing technically likable about him. Um, he's an agent of chaos, uh, and he brings uh, chaos into the hospital. Um, I, I, I'm not a particularly big fan of the character. Uh, so I'm going to use that argument and build up on it during the conversation. Uh, Your Honor, I think um, my esteemed colleague here has really misunderstood this movie. <laughs> um, I th he mentioned that everyone is evil. Uh, I think the point is that not everyone is evil in this movie. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, the people that are presented as kind of evil in quotes um the patients you know they're evil and and being not perfect i suppose um are kind of led to be that way by the institution um, because the institution has the interest in keeping the status quo uh, so i think the the evil that's on display is uh, like i said the institution and mainly um, displayed by Nurse Ratchet, and uh, the the main character played by Jack Nicholson is somebody who's trying to um, game the system by not having. You know, he, he doesn't want to go to jail, so he opts to go to a mental institution. Not fully understanding what that entails, of what that means, and uh, trying to play an act, and then realizing how messed up that system is, and he's trying to. Uh, change it and uh, can change the status quo. So I think he's not inherently evil. I think he is somebody who's not done great things in the past, but uh, his ulterior motive in this movie is to provide a better life for the people in that institution and to break the status quo. So I don't agree with what Raji has brought forward here. Your Honor, and uh, the people who are listening to this podcast, we're introduced to this character who bumbles into the hospital. He goes in and speaks to his doctor, and we find out that he's been put in jail uh, for statutory rape um, of a 15-year-old. And uh, the conversation he had was genuinely difficult to listen to, talking about, I'm not going to go into the conversation, but he's not been brought in because he's kicked a couple of dustbins off, the, off their uh, holders and they fell on the floor. He didn't steal a pen or he didn't go and shoplift. Um, this guy was unrepentant uh, in his actions. So he decides to game the system and plead mental incapacitation. And he goes into the hospital. And in there, as a sociopath that he is, he sees a lot of people that he could manipulate. He starts to manipulate the uh, the people in the mental institution, taking their cigarettes and their money in the game of cards. He wants to control everything. And then he meets um, a formidable opponent in um, Nurse Ratched, 
Um, and the conflict of the film ensues. So I think the point I'm trying to make here is we don't have a, we don't generally have a, a character who uh, you would want to relate to or want to associate with. His actions are not good. They're always very selfish. Um, and when you look at it from that perspective, almost everything he did, in, in, even the act of uh, taking them out to fish was just a ploy for him to get one back at the institution. Um, it's it's a, when you look at it from that perspective, who are you rooting for in this film? You know he's an agent of chaos. Um, and Nush Ratched, um, there's nuance to her character, but at, at the same time, um, actions are extreme um and she is also a sociopath so by the end of the film you are thinking wow this is a a horrible horrible system um both for the people who are being drugged every day and for the characters who are you know trying to force the system uh to break so that is my perspective on this as i argue against the film yeah i mean I... I disagree with with your reading of, of the boat trip being kind of a let's one up um, the institution. I, th- uh, I I think there's a valid way to read it as, and let's do something nice for the inmates that happen to you know let's take them on a trip and go on an adventure. Um, does it also fulfill um, sticking it to the man in a way in this? Sure, but. You know, I I think the uh, McMurphy character is somebody who um, is trying to change to 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 figure out the boundaries of anything um, by default. Um, and as you mentioned, the, like the 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 reason why he's in the place in this institution in the first place is is pretty bleak, pretty dire. Um, and it is very selfish. At the same time, I think uh, we get to go on a journey with him where he loses the selfishness and he puts the other inmates and respects them as uh, people and understands they're not just useless like in quotes vegetables um as a matter of fact the, the chief everybody's like no he kind of he, he doesn't understand you but um he still tries to communicate and he still tries to be inclusive and um that that's paying off right so he's you called it an agent of chaos i think uh there, there's kind of a certain not naivete, because I think he knows what he's doing, but uh, I, I think there is a um, open-mindedness to whatever comes your way in in the character that um, is the reason why he's trying to break the system, because the system is kind of um, built upon a closed mind. So I think the in the in the bigger picture and in the bigger sense of this, the uh, McMurphy character is somebody who's who's trying to go against the grain and has always been, 
and has not been a perfect character and not great um, by any means of the um, of the sense. But um, I, I think he is doing a, a complete reversal in, in mind and he's trying to do something well. And the, the, one of the the best examples of that is he could have left at the very end um, because the, the window was open, but he chose not to. He chose to look uh, and go after uh, a friend he made who decided to um, kill himself. So he's he put his selfishness aside and learned over the course of being in the institution that the people around him are important as well. So I'm going to counter you. Uh, I counter a couple of the points you made. Um, let's start with the one with the fish trip. Um, the origin of that, I mean, you can argue that the origin of that fish trip was because he saw the doctor with that fish, uh, the picture of the fish on the table. Um, and, you know, during the conversation, he asked, like, wow, that's a big one or, or something. Um, and I'm going to emphasize that point because when they arrived on the boat, um, as they were pulling into the harbor, what they had were two big fishes and they were holding it up just like they were doing the picture, uh, like just like they saw it in the picture. Um, I think that that was, in my opinion, a sign to say, hey, we got two big fishes bigger than yours. So, you know, I think that he was sticking it to the man. Uh, that was the, the doctor's biggest achievement, and he had it as a framed picture in his house. And he took this uh, um, um, hospital guys uh, and uh, took got them to get big fishes just like the doctor. So they were able to achieve something just like them. Um, so he was trying to bring down the system from that perspective by humiliating the doctor uh, and shitting on his biggest achievement. Um, in the final scene, you're talking about the fact that, um, he could have left, uh, but he stayed, but the reality of it was that party was too much alcohol. It was an hedonistic party and he forced his friend, uh, Billy to conjugate with this woman. Um, it was not something that he did as a favor. It was something that he did just to mess with him because Billy several, several at several points said that he wasn't ready. He wasn't willing. Um, but then he, in fact, Billy ran into his room uh, and closed the door and he forced, he uh, encouraged the other um, members in, in, in the ward with him to bring him out of the room um, and uh, take Billy to the, the room with the lady. So, I mean, it was a satisfactory end for Billy, but everything that happened prior to that was not kosher. Uh, basically, he forced him to have sex with, with, the, with the lady. I, I, I don't think, um, I mean, we look at it now from the perspective of like, oh, wow, maybe he was doing him a favor because he wanted him to pop his cherry but the truth about it is he forced the dude to have sex with the woman. Um, and uh, this was just him trying, using his sociopathic tendencies to mess with people. 
And he never really changed because at the end, after what happened to Billy, um, he almost strangled Nurse Ratched to death, um, actually forcing her to have the only point of emotion throughout the whole film. So um, I'm, I'm not entirely going to buy the argument that he changed as a character or he was there and he sees those people as equals. Uh, I think any single time there was a, a point of friction, you could tell that, you know, he got frustrated with them and he never, anyway, that's, that's my perspective on this. So I think kind of the, the fallacy of your argument, if I may say so, is that you think uh, everything in this is, is a very binary thing, right? So it's, it's like, oh, he saw the fish of the doctor. So he's trying to up him. He has two bigger fish. Um, I, th I think that might be one of the motivations. Sure not going to argue against that but i think uh, that would have been the motivation of him in the beginning of the movie but not um halfway through because i think you can have both you can achieve both things of of you know messing with the institution itself but also uh, humanizing the other uh, patients of the institution uh, which the institution has not done in in a lot of ways and to think the uh it, again the, the binary thing he was not the only one that that kind of encouraged forced um billy to go into the room with with the woman um i think that's a display of um group dynamics and that doesn't make it right right but um like it's not it's not binary it's not him alone and then um him going after Nurse Ratched, uh, I think that's the logical conclusion of two hours of uh, chess playing between the two of them. And um, she knew how to uh, how how to play him, right? Because like she she knew how to to get Billy to the point where he did everything to to avoid certain things for his mom to find out right? something so mundane from from an outsider's perspective but it was very real for that character right and um by that action she um took him down the path that he ends up on right and that um affects him and i think the mcmurphy character just um figured out that this whole system is not working for the patients right it's it's just there to remain the status quo and keep order so um like like and i think that's that's exactly why he grew as a character because he went in um essentially seeing every every other patient um kind of as entertainment i think the first therapy sessions he He's very visibly just excited by the show he's getting, but then he learns to he learns more of all the other patients and uh, how they tick and you know they're they're you know what they're like um, and um, he sees the other side of them that the nurses don't see and uh, that changes him 
I think. So I, th- you know, it, uh, you're saying everything is black and white, and I think uh, this movie is a perfect example of showing us the gray areas in between throughout the course of the movie. I think that you have to understand that I have to argue against this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to. Uh... I'm not going to give in to your argument that it's black and white. I think for you to have an argument against film, you have to look at it as black and white. Um, so I will I will continue in that frame <laughs> uh, throughout this argument. Um, so I, I think that uh, I, I get what you're trying to say, um, but I, I I think that, you know, the couple of things the movie gets right, um, but the argument at the bottom of the line is, should this film, does this film deserve the notoriety that it has? Um, does it deserve to be up there with all the discussions that we generally have? Um, my perspective, given the arguments that I'm making is no, um, because I feel like uh, the characters, I don't feel any engagement with any of the characters because of their past. Um, I, I, I feel like, um, there's some good things about the film, uh, but for the purpose of arguments, I I have to stick with the fact that, you know, the main character is not likable. The main, and is a, is an anti-hero and the main antagonist is not likable. She is also, uh, an anti-antagonist, um, and they're playing a game of chess, uh, within a play of order versus chaos. Um, sadly enough, the movie is not too complicated and you can't really uh, go either way. So um, I think that I, I'll probably will save a lot of my discussions for the general discussion, I think, uh, because it's, it's generally hard to... I will save my... Ladies and gentlemen, this movie is horrible. I completely disagree. I think this movie is is great, uh, even though it is very depressing and uh, it's not a feel-good story at all. So uh, just understand that going in and um, enjoy the two hours and 15 minutes of dread. All right. Okay. Let's go into general discussions. Sounds good. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. Without a doubt, I knew that arguing against this movie was going to be one of the hardest um, in the whole series of films. Because, first of all, this movie doesn't have a lot of... The plot is very simple. But what makes the movie good is the nuance of the characters. Um, You know... The character that Jack Nicholson plays is not a good character, but when you look at him from the perspective of the system and the effects he has on all the other people, um, you can't help but appreciate the character for what he is. He's extremely charismatic. He does a lot of things to mess up with the system. Um, but, you know, in the back of your mind, you're going, this is not a good character. This is not a good character. This is not a good character. Um, and the character of Nosratched, um, it's also a very nuanced character because um, up till the very end of the film, I was rooting for her because I was like, you know, 
this character of Jack Nicholson coming here and trying to bring chaos everywhere. It's I would be mad too. Like, um, but the last few moments, the way she dealt with Billy, um, and you know, continuously bringing up his mom to the point that he killed himself, put her in a different perspective. And then the fact that she lobotomized Jack Nicholson's character at the end of the film then made me rethink every single thing about her from the drugs to the constant time time counting to all the decisions she made. Um, and then it put her in a totally different light. She's nuanced, but she is definitely the villain of this film. Um, same thing with Jack Nicholson. He's, he's nuanced. Um, like I said, what he did at the very beginning was horrible. Um, but you can't help but feel like that touching moment with him and the chief was real. Like I, I was emotional when the chief picked up the whole, that, um, the, the water, whatever, I don't know what it's called, but he, he lifted it because everybody was like, no one can lift it. But the confidence that, um, Jack Nicholson's character gave him was enough for him to lift it and throw it out. And the way he ran, ran away to be free, it filled me with joy. I, I mean, I really love this film. I, I think that it's a it's a really, 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 really good film. But it's one of those very nuanced films that there's not a lot of plot to it. The story is, is very, very simple. And arguing it for or against, I mean, arguing against it is going to be very tough. But, yeah, man... <laughs> Uh, I mean, so so I was thinking, had I had to argue against it, um, I th- I think it's like I said, there's not a lot of plot, right? So I think it's you could argue that it's somewhat boring, like nothing really happens. It's it's pretty clear it's a power struggle between you know, the nurse and and McMurphy. Um, you know, we've we've seen that a, a couple times, I think. Um, fundamentally not a lot happens and i think that's kind of kind of boring you could argue that it's boring but like i said in my in my arguments i think the the beauty of this movie is the gray right it's it's not black and white in that sense uh, the beauty is the the exploration and i think there's an interesting path of of uh, acting choices of jack nicholson where he's trying to act crazy in the beginning, um, but tones it down, right? And, and like I said, like, I, I feel like you can really see that he's visibly entertained by the craziness around him in the beginning. Um, mm. but, but at some point it, it clicks for him and he understands, wait a minute, these are not necessarily crazy people. These are people, right? And it's 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 not them that, that, that is, that like, they are not crazy, but... <laughs> like the the institution that the things they are is just fostering that and i th- i think there's some interesting relevance to this day in this movie um uh, like i've for some reason i um my mind wandered towards kind of an interpretation of something along the lines of like unionization versus you know, the company is struggling to not do that. Um, the whole kind of uh, great resignation movement kind of felt could also be an interpretation of this, right? Where it's like, 
the established institution has an interest in keeping you small, but it only takes one person to break that mold and trying to foster different ideas um, to change. And the institutions try everything in their power all the way to a lobotomy to to um, keep it quiet in a way. So just looking at the movie like from, from a current perspective, I thought it's crazy relevant still um, all these years later um, if, if you're open to interpreting this in, in a completely different context. But, but yeah, I, I think it's a great movie. Like like you said, it's, it's it's basically that. I think that the movie is just as relevant today as it was then because it's a it's a small window of uh, what do you call it, where you see an experiment of the system versus individuality, and in the end, individuality always wins. But the seeds, um, I said the system always wins. They always beat out the biggest individual, but he always sows the seed of discontent. Uh, amongst the populace, so the pop the the system always wants order, uh, but there's always going to be somebody who wants hedonism, who wants to be free, who wants to do um, what they want, um, and the people um, just like the other patients will admire that, and it just so seize in their brain to challenge the system, which was basically what we were seeing. Um, because, you know, the characters started to ask for cigarettes. They started to question why some of the things happened. Why did they close the doors on them if they can leave free? Um, and in the end, the the seed was sown so much in the character of the chief that he decided that it was time for him to leave. He got the courage um, and he broke through the windows and he ran free. I, I think that um, you can even look at it from characters like Alex Navalny. I mean, I guess we'll get banned in Russia for talking about this. Um, <laughs> how, you know, the system, uh, you know, eventually uh, forces you into jail uh, if you challenge it too much, but his movement is still strong. Um, uh, I think that this doesn't necessarily have to be about, you know, those kinds of movements. It could be about unionization, like you said. Um, and how you know Amazon is trying to stop people from um, getting together uh, and forming unions, and you can use it in almost every context. The system yeah. wants order, um, but you know individually, individuality wants to continue to exist. So it's it's a very, 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 very nuanced film in every respect, and. I wouldn't call it boring because at no point in this film was I bored. I think that Nicholson did the perfect amount of um, WTFisms, um, and he did the perfect amount of you know. I don't want to use the c word, uh, but I, I I think that he he was eccentric enough um, in many of the scenes that he keeps you interested in what's what is he going to do next what is he going to do next this is what i kept saying what is he going to do next what is wow he brings two women and everybody has a party and then he decides to leave um and then he's like oh you want to go with her you know it's he's so he flies uh he works at the seat of his pants he's always constantly looking to mess with the system in one way or another. So he kept the movie very, very interesting for me. Um, 
and I I was surprised at the end of it by how much it actually moved me. I I was I was totally moved by this film. But, you know, the dread then becomes how do you argue against the film like this? And it's I it's hard. One of the things that I was trying to that I was looking for in in trying to formulate arguments was how people reacted, you know, to Nush Ratched and some people, I was looking at some articles where they were saying that Nosh Ratched was actually the good person. I don't agree with those kinds of arguments. That's not true. Um, she was, she was evil. She was evil. Um, but we, we can't, um, I can't even make the argument about toxic masculinity because what is, he was just being hedonistic, whatever the case. Yeah. Um, so, it's it's very difficult to find arguments against this film. Uh, yeah, I think people are arguing that that she's she's not evil. Um, I mean, I think I think you will always find people that that argue that the ostensibly evil people are not evil, right? Um, it doesn't necessarily make them right. I think the fascinating thing about her character is I. Haven't seen this movie in, in quite a while, but I know there's there's a Netflix show spinoff uh, purely about her, and I've not seen that. But I think the and my impression I got from that was that it's more of a evilness kind of thing, and I feel like it's it's very toned down in this. It's very, it's not in your face, right? It's like playing chess. It's very very nuanced, like you said, and it's. Um, She's using all the tools that she has, be it arbitrary, you know, oh, we need a vote. Uh, and then another vote happens and it's like, well, but, you know, you need to have a vote with everybody here, not just the people that are in therapy, right? So changing the goalposts yeah. um, right, to achieve what she wants to achieve. And then when she sees um, he he is able to probably gain traction, then, oh, session's over, right? So that vote doesn't count. Like, she's using the institution, again, right, as kind of a shield of, of doing evil. And I think that's why it's 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 working so well to this day in many, many, many interpretations, right? Because it's there's always layers of a plausible... Um, personal deniability you know it's oh these are the rules um mm. the you know and and like doesn't does it make the people that enforce the rules evil i think there's places in history where you can argue yes right because they didn't yeah. go against it right so it's but it's 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 that um that kind of thing where it's like she's evil for just following and enforcing it and uh, and uh, using the rules making up rules um, that are plausible enough um, to extend and maintain the status quo and control and power. And uh, I think that's what makes her evil in quotes um, because, yeah, she just likes the, the status quo. She likes the power, I guess. I, I, I think what made her evil for me was how she reacted to Billy's death. Um, she basically instigated the situation, mm -hmm. bringing up his mom several times. And then he commits this heinous act, um, and then 
she says, you know, what could make it better is if we all continue to continue within the system. We all must embrace the system even more. Ignoring the fact that she said that, no, I know your mom. We've been, you know, she indicating that they've been friends for a while. Um, and then we watch towards the end how she revels in the fact that, you know, order has been restored and people are now back to what they were while, you know, the character that Jack Nicholson plays is upstairs getting a lobotomy. She, she enjoys, she seemed like she was content in the reality. And then, you know, it made me really wonder about all the things she's been doing because she seems like it's more than the system for her because there are other characters within that system that, you know, allowed some humanity in, you know, the character of the nurse who was in charge while um, they were having the party. Um, He worked within the system, but he also allowed them to have the party, you know? So she is an enforcer for the system. She is the system. So, yeah, I mean, at that point, that was when I realized that. Um, And in that sense, you can't, you can't, I, I find it difficult to empathize with her um, as, you know, the good character. So, yeah. But, you know, it doesn't change the fact that everything he did was very horrible. Um, And while there were good, there were good things that came out of it, it wasn't always for the best. Um, so, you know, that's, that's where I stand on this. It's, it's just, like I said, oh, I also wanted to touch, touch on, because you brought the nurse ratchet up. I want to say this. I haven't seen the show on Netflix, but after watching this movie, I kept saying, why do you want to tell us a little too much? It's, it's a problem. This is a problem of saying too much about a character. I, I mean, I haven't seen the Netflix show. It could be a good show, but there was something um, interesting about not knowing too much about Nurse Ratched that made her character even more interesting. Um, and I feel like going into a miniseries and going deep into the character of Nurse Ratched will remove the nuances from her and make her a very linear character. And that would make her less interesting. So I am torn about watching it. My my wife loves uh, Sarah Paulson, so I may eventually watch it. But it's it's I I, I find it unnecessary. Yeah, at least just watching this film. Right, but I think in and nowadays there's plenty of uh, of examples like that. You know, Book of Papa Fett is I think the perfect example of the very same thing that you just mentioned. Right, where it's like you have this character that is so iconic for many reasons but uh yeah that show is just kind of demystifying a lot and it's just like oh i don't know if that's a good idea um yeah. personally i don't think it is but so yeah i don't i don't know if i'm gonna watch the ratchet show um because i that yeah i think this can stand on its own we we don't need to know more about her i agree with that i agree with that anyway that's all, all right. i have on this movie yeah, yeah, same here, same here. Um, well, with that, uh, where can people find us? They can find us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter on at Movie Mistrial. And where they can, and how else can they reach us? You can send us an email at 
contact at moviemistral.com. I think the next movie we're doing is uh, Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Yes. Never seen that before. Three hour, three hour epic. I love that film. I love that film. Um, so, yes. Next episode is that, and then we'll see where we go from there. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right. That will unless, be of course, they, unless, 19, of course, they release another Spider-Man film, and that <laughs> moves up the list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's just all watch Spider-Man over and over and over again. All of them. <laughs> all right. Take care, everybody. All right. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao and follow. <laughs>